0: What is up? Hello and welcome in to another edition of Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast right here on SB Nation. I am the Downey half of this dynamic duo. I am Trey Downey. You can follow me on Twitter at TD Experience Bucks Nation. You can always follow them on Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation. Check out BucksNation.com for the latest and greatest on your Buccaneers. And the other half of this dynamic duo, maybe the even more dynamic half. Oh yeah, is, is the one oh, yeah. the only. Oh yeah. You can follow him on Twitter at LR 8:10. He's Lynn
1: Martez. Lynn, we've got a lot to talk about today.: oh, so why you oh, what's going on? What do you need? You need some cash? You need some bail money? What do you need? Because all of a sudden, I'm the more dynamic part of the duo. You just I always you do that always knew that and the people that listen to this definitely know that even my man Fred Downey shout out Fred everyone knows I'm the more dynamic one but now you just
0: never liked the term dynamic so I thought I thought I I thought I was needling you a little bit there (laughs) by calling you more dynamic.
1: I just think of like Batman and Robin when you when you say dynamic duo, dude. And I sure say ain't gonna be no Batman. I mean no uh Robin tight wearing uh yeah superhero. So that'd be you. Sidebar, I saw that <laughs>
0: saw that new Batman movie last week. My brother convinced me to go at 10 30 at night and it was three hours.
1: Woo But it that's it was good. Just yeah. say it was good or bad, no spoilers because Lord knows you're
0: not good with, with doing stuff like that. It wasn't as it wasn't as good as the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. I liked it better than the Batman begins of the last Batman series. That's okay. the best way I can put it. All right, good enough. Uh moving on. We will move on to now who I guess might be the Robin in terms of the Bucks top two wide receivers, but oh he no certainly... hell
1: no. No, no, no He's no. not Batman, he's not Robin either. Yeah. Okay. Bad there's comparison. Superman and there's Batman.
0: There we go. Maybe they're Batman and Superman as opposed yeah. to Bat <laughs> uh, as a, as opposed to Batman yeah. and Robin. Considering,
1: to- considering the guy, the guy has the all-time franchise season single-season record for receptions. He ain't Robin, dude. And I'm talking about Chris Godwin.
0: He Put gets some fran- respect
1: on his name.
0: He gets franchise tagged for the second year in a row by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we've talked about it the past couple weeks on this podcast with the possibility of, possi- of tagging Carlson Davis, the possibility of tagging Ryan Jensen. Neither of us thought that it would be Chris Godwin. The Bucs failed to reach a new long-term deal with him by the franchise tag deadline. So they franchised him. Now it is still possible that before the deadline passes to reach a long-term deal with these franchise-tagged players, that that could happen with the Bucs and Chris Godwin. But when, where are you at on this? Is it is it a mistake? Are you disappointed that the Bucs were able to, were, or not were able to, that they decided to use the franchise tag on Godwin? And does this hurt their chances on bringing back a guy like Davis? I won't even say hurt their chances on a guy like, jensen because the more and more reports that i'm seeing out there seems like the bucks would like to have jensen back but i think they're going to be priced out of that market
1: yeah uh i'm not i'm not disappointed that they franchise tag chris goddard because he is the player he is and he certainly deserves the type of money that he'll make off the franchise tag the last two years
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it hampers you and you mentioned the areas that it could hamper the buccaneers But here's the thing, you know, technically, for lack of a better term, you kick the can down the road a couple of years on the cap, and that's what happens. And look, we're in 2022. A year ago, if you said, hey, you get to win the Super Bowl, but you're going to have cap issues the next couple of years, you know what you do? You know what all 32 teams do? sign off on it and that's what you do here and so now you're at that point where you're going to have the cap issues and you may potentially lose players that you value that you want back like ryan jensen but ultimately again you got to choose which all pro you have to tag long-term deal and bring back and as much as i said that the tag would probably go on jensen I said that basically because of price. That's mm-hmm. all. Not because of talent, not because of age, because Chris is younger than Ryan Jensen, but he's going to command more money, whether it be tag or long-term deal. And that's the only reason why I said that you could tag, you would tag Jensen before Godwin. Now the issue is: okay, if you're gonna get stuck with. Winning a Super Bowl 2021, but having the issues you're going to have on the cap in 2022 and potentially 2023, now what do you do at center? Because he's going to be hot, dude. Yeah. Ryan Jensen's going to be hot. And I don't mean sexy, cute, Jimmy Garoppolo, (laughs) model type hot. I mean, he's going to be hot from the standpoint of teams seeking Help on their offensive line that have cash and there's plenty of them. Heck, you can just look at the team that played in the Super Bowl and didn't win the Super Bowl and talk in those terms in a division that Ryan Jensen's very familiar with, spending all the time he spent with Baltimore, the Bengals. You gonna tell me they can't use a the center? They I've seen reports space.
0: that I've seen reports that Baltimore is even interested in bringing him back. So. A place
1: that he knows. So, all they've got to do is have, and like I said, there's plenty of teams with cap space and plenty of teams that are on the cusp of either being in the playoffs, on the cusp of making a playoff run and getting into the Super Bowl, or teams that are on the cusp of being in the playoffs for 2022 and beyond. And they could certainly use a guy like Ryan Jensen, who brings a whole lot to a football team. With
0: Continuing on to what this means moving forward, you talked a lot about Jensen there, but with the Bucks' free agents that they have right now, do you think that the majority of their focus goes to Jensen? Is he priority one, or is priority one Davis and Whitehead in the secondary because you think that getting those guys back might be a little bit more realistic?
1: Well, here's, here's a question. I always say this. Uh, let's let's fire the coach okay well who are you hiring uh, we need another quarterback okay well who's your the who's the next quarterback what's your plan for your next quarterback okay well uh you know we're gonna move on from ryan jensen well, okay well then who's playing center because that's the question and we can we can talk about the guys that are on the roster now currently or would they actually do something in the draft that's the question when you talk about Moving on from Ryan Jensen, you bring up the secondary, and I will tell you that feet to the fire. If you make me choose about bringing back the secondary or or choosing Ryan Jensen, I'm going to choose a secondary because of the same reasons why I mentioned Chris Godwin. Age, dude. These guys are 25, 26 years old. Sure you want to bring those guys back, guys who are playing at the top, if not, still potentially could have a, a, another level and maybe not reach the ceiling. But again, the question is, okay, you're not going to have Ryan Jensen for 2022. Is it going to be Hainsy, or you're going to go out and, and draft someone in the draft in 2022? But whatever it is, you have to have a plan. You better have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention the fact that whether it's Hainsey, Jensen, or someone you draft, <laughs> you don't even know who, who he's going to be snapping the ball to. And don't start with the Kyle Trash stuff.
0: I think it's becoming more and more of a possibility, but we'll get into that later when we talk about get that big
1: Get that big play to crow then for me, because I'm ready to eat it, because it ain't happening, dude
0: when we talk about the quarterback situation and all of the quarterback movement that has happened this week. But I'm gonna move but I'm gonna move from a different to a different position that the that Bucks curl? are that the Bucks are going to have to focus on this offseason. And I'm talking about the running back position because Leonard Fournette in an Instagram post seemed to refer to his time with the Bucks in the past tense. He is an unrestricted free agent. Ronald Jones is an unrestricted free agent. Giovanni Bernard is an unrestricted free agent. So the only running back that the Bucks are, uh, are going to have under contract moving forward is Keyshawn Vaughn. Vaughn, and they're not handing him the keys to the kingdom. Give key, th- Sean the keys. Do you think <laughs> that Leonard Fournette's days in Tampa Bay are over? Do you think that the Bucks re-sign any of these running backs? And if they don't, do you think they go out in free agency, or do you think that this is a position that they focus on in the draft next month?
1: You are just full of just like ah, oh, just popping all the balloons today, dude. Yeah. I mean, ooh, think about it. But again, I said it early. I'll say it again. You get to win one Super Bowl. But you're going to have issues signing people and bringing people back the following years. Right? 12 months ago, right? it back to 22, all the 22. Everybody signed. Everybody came back, took a little pay cut, whatever it was, tried another run, didn't make it, fine. But now you're at a point where you may lose another key piece to your offense when it comes to the back, and Leonard Fournette. Here's the thing, though. Think back in 2020, or even 2021. There was a time <laughs> that Leonard Fournette was not part of this football team. <laughs> okay? Granted, he had that run in the playoffs, and he was outstanding. And not to mention, this team didn't go further in the playoffs but it wasn't because of Leonard Fournette no Leonard Fournette was a monster throughout when he played in 2021 let's be clear about that he was a monster this past season
0: best running back on the team and I did not think that going into the year when
1: he played he was I mean he had he had four touchdown games and he he was a start Mm -hmm. but there was a time his first year here prior to him getting here he wasn't part of his football team you had to have answers then right you had to have answers in regards to the running back position then right he wasn't i mean it's not like you're losing the guy it's not like you're losing a guy who's been a part of your organization for like the last five years and i'm not downplaying his value to this football team because i'll say it again you're losing another key piece to your offense. You talked about Jensen. We already know about quarterback. And now you're talking about running back. But there has to be a way to move forward because like I said before, you told yourself, and I'm talking about the organization, you told yourself, we're going to kick this can down the road. And that's what happens when you kick that can down the road. You have to sacrifice some type of performance, certain positions because of not having the amount of money that you want to be able to bring back guys like Ryan Jensen and Leonard Fournette. So whether it's a cheaper option, whether it's Leonard Fournette light, or whether you draft somebody, you got to let that dude walk, dude, because as you mentioned, He's talking in the past tense, and he's doing it. You want to know why? Because he knows that cheese is coming. He's getting a bigger deal somewhere else. Any chance the Bucks bring Rojo back? <sighs> You've already popped the balloon on Jensen. You popped the balloon on Leonard Fournette, and now you really want to make me mad about bringing back Rojo. And I'm going to let you
0: pop the balloon on this one.
1: And the reason why, the reason why I say you make me mad on this one is because now I got to go back to the fact that this guy's been in the league four years now, and he's still not a three-down back. I mean, they could bring him back, but he's still not going to be a number one running back. He's not a number think, one, dude.
0: I I'm I'm with you. And I thought he was blossoming into one, but last year proved me wrong, hundred percent on that one. I think that the Bucks are going to draft a running back at some point. Go ahead. No, let me tell you this.
1: Forget the fact that twelve was thrown the football to him the last two years. Whether it's twelve or whether it's three, heck, even eleven, I'll throw Blaine Gabbert in there. <laughs> what, what what Ronald Jones did? When he was throwing the football from those quarterbacks, has always been the same. Yeah. (laughs) Right? It didn't matter who like it's like you could you can take film from 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. When it comes to 27, it's all the same when it comes to catching the football. It hasn't gotten better. He's not a three down back in this league. And because of that, you talk about bringing him back. Okay, bring him back. Whoop the damn do? He's still not going to be the number one. He's not a number one in this league. And I'm tired of talking about a guy who's four years, five years in this league and hasn't gotten to the point where he's the number one in this league. Second round pick, dude. And you talked last week about what? Kenny Walker being the second round pick in 2022? Let me where do I sign off on that? Because I'll sign that.
0: Kenneth Walker, Ty Chandler, a bunch of uh, running backs to look at in the middle rounds this year, and I think the Bucks do take one. I'm gonna give you three names to look out for in the free agent market, and one that Scott Reynolds of Pewter Report said that the Bucks are going to be in on, and it's a guy who I was very impressed with last season throughout oh the entire year. Oh Cordero Patterson, oh who who was very good. Uh, For the Atlanta Falcons two other names that I will throw out there one who has a history of playing in Raymond James Stadium Marlon Mack from the Indianapolis Colts and another one I'll throw out there who finally you could compare him to Ronald Jones with how their rookie contract played out but he started to show some flashes last year Rashad Penny from Seattle. Those are three names that I would be on the lookout for in the running back market. If I were the Bucks, Mac and Penny would obviously be cheaper than what Patterson is going to command.
1: Most definitely, that's number one. Number two is all those guys are jinxed because you I brought, brought them up. up. Yeah, you brought those names up. You are you are the master of the jinx, the master of the jinx. Don't let me go. Don't let me go down a list of things that you've jinxed over the last probably year, year and a half when it comes to football.
0: You can say, you can say rojo is one of them but Rojo's I mean definitely were,
1: one of them I'm, 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 there's a list. i mean do
0: we want to talk do do we want to talk about jinxes do we want to go back to that off-season and training camp where it seemed every single guy you interviewed was was jinxed the last that's, person I, to
1: ever speak to Roberto aguayo in Tampa Bay Len martes that's false information <laughs> that's fake news number one number two is I only uh, i only spoke to two guys that are no longer here by the way actually no it's three <laughs> i spoke to chris Candy. i mean uh, chris uh chris conti chris, what did you call him in you, that Canty. and call him the giant defensive <laughs> defensive lineman <laughs> <laughs> chris i called, talked to chris conti uh yeah i kind i kind of it wasn't my fault man he got he got uh he got stiff that all uh the that Steelers tight
0: end took his soul
1: yeah that wasn't my fault man i, I, mean, I honestly I,
0: think that i'm pretty sure that was the last play of his nfl career which is
1: yeah
0: yeah uh, what a way to go out
1: yeah I did um to, i did talk to roberto Aguayo on his way out too the last time he spoke to somebody was an interview with Len Montez. Yep. <laughs> hard knocks baby it wasn't me it was hard. it was hbo it was hbo's fault blame hbo but by the way huh, okay yeah, that's fine you can throw your little. you can throw your little you brought up me. the
0: jinx thing so i just had to rebuttal
1: <laughs> that's fine i'll take it i got, I got broad shoulders i'll take it I'll take it that's fine all
0: right let's get There's into... only two
1: guys though that's only two well who else who else did I, I, I think there been?
0: was one more i'd have to dig it up though oh um,
1: i know who it was uh it was the wide receiver, special teamer from New England. The special teamer here,
0: Bernard Reedy.
1: That's who it was. <laughs> That's who it was. All <atheists> right, <laughs> let's
0: move. Let's move on to. Whoa, oh, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa.
1: we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk about. Oh, we talk about me
0: interviewing a no, defense. No, 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 what, no, 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 what?
1: No, your prediction list. Kyler Murray, the Arizona Cardinals. Mister Carson Wentz. Mister right, Julio th- so- Jones to Tennessee was a good move.
0: Mr. Mr. New England Patriots are the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, out of the Mr. AFC. New England Patriots,
1: they were going to win five games, too. Oh, You want to talk about New England, tough guy? <clears throat>
0: <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the quarterback situation. And three big quarterback uh, dominoes fell this week in the NFL. The Bucks are still definitely in the market for a quarterback. But three names that they will not have are Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and the aforementioned Carson Wentz your there boy. from Lynn Martez. You call him my boy more than he actually is, but let's get into I, the I
1: Rogers... call him your boy because you went on and on and on before the deal was done for the Colts to get Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah, I said it was going to happen, and you didn't think it was possible. And then when they got Carson Wentz, you said, great move, great yeah. move, Bossa. great move. How'd that work Bossa.
0: out? Yeah. Uh, and, they, well, and they ended
1: up giving up a number one for a guy they had for one season.
0: They actually got a decent haul back in return from Washington. They got, than got what two threes, dude. Two second round picks, Are I thought. Are you sure about that? Or they swap second round picks. They swap second round mm-hmm. picks. Okay. okay, but let's that's that's Carson Wentz to the Commanders is the last of these three new i news items. I just like bringing up stuff. Yeah. I,
1: come on, man, I, we gotta I add a little
0: juice. It's 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 March. You're like jabbing me, yeah?
1: Oh no, no, no! It's March. I mean, I understand. There's a lot of moving going on with the quarterbacks, and it's fun to talk about that. But you need this juice on this podcast to poke at you. Because I need the folks that listen to the podcast, Downey and Martez, Bucks Nation podcast, to remember all this stuff. <laughs> I need folks to remember, 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 remember.
0: Aaron Rodgers signs the biggest contract in NFL history to remain with the Green Bay Packers. I would ask you how shocked you are, but both of us said throughout this offseason and even throughout the end of last season that we were leaning more and more towards Rodgers returning to Green Bay. But one of Rodgers' things was he uh, wanted to be able to bring better players into Green Bay, Mm -hmm. and uh, with that kind of contract, Mm -hmm. don't necessarily know how that's going to happen. Yeah,
1: it's going to happen through the draft. (laughs) That's the only way it's gonna happen, dude. They're gonna have to draft well. No, I'm being serious. You're gonna have to draft well. You gave a quarterback, I mean, we can talk about, you know, the semantics of the deal, but the reality is, I mean, yeah, let's I'm not gonna fight over the math, but simple math says you gave a guy $50 million a year. However, you want to work it out, whatever it is, somehow, some way. Bottom line is, you gave a guy a four-year contract, $200 million. Work the math out, whatever. I mean, backloaded. Ah, I understand. But in the end, this guy is still costing you a huge chunk of your cap. And in addition to that, you're getting ready to tag his best buddy. And, yeah. and basically, the most dynamic duel, and when you talk about dynamic duels, That's a dynamic duel. You got the best quarterback right now because you know who's no longer playing. And some say he may be coming back, but that's a whole nother subject. No Brady. Got the two-time MVP, back-to-back MVPs, and arguably the best wide receiver in number 17, Devontae Adams. Those guys are together, but they're going to cost you about 75 million dollars of your cap (laughs) and like i said you can play with the numbers all you want when it comes to the cap hit the cap is going to be 70 75 million dollars and you know how are you going to make the team better through free agency not happening dude you got to make it through the draft And, and you know god bless the packers front office they wanted him back they threw the rose petals at his feet, right? All the all the verbal flowers they threw at him and and waited. I mean, literally waited outside his place for him to make a decision, right? Waiting. Is he going to come back? Okay, he's back. You got him back. I hope y'all draft well because that's probably the best way for you to improve your team. And, and now you know what? You can talk about Jordan Love. People talk about, oh, well, they'll, they'll trade Jordan Love and get something back. Did y'all watch him play against the Chiefs?
0: (laughs) I don't know what you're getting back for him. What's that? I don't know what you're getting back for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Probably similar to what the the commanders gave up to to get your boy Carson once. Either way. Really? You're you're not getting multiple Two threes? No, probably not. You might. I will say this much, though. I was kind of shocked what Sam Donald uh, actually got traded for And what the Jets got back for him. But that's neither here nor there. We'll see when it comes to Jordan Love. He's not increasing his value. All right? We know that much. His value is what it is. Mm -hmm. Because he's not going out there playing anymore. Because 12 is going to be playing. So if they were to trade Jordan Love, if you get a three, four, okay, great. In the end, they're going to have to make themselves better through the draft.
0: Let's move on to the shocker that happened just hours later, and that was that Russell Wilson is now a member of the Denver Broncos. He goes to Denver for two first-round picks, two seconds, a fifth-round pick, Drew Locke, tight end Noah Fant, and defensive lineman Shelby Harris. I'm going to ask you this in two different ways. How shocked were you when you came when uh, it came down that Russell Wilson was go going to Denver? And should Bucks fans be upset that Tampa Bay didn't offer Seattle a similar package with the quarterback being maybe a Kyle Trask, Cam Brate being the tight end, and then pick a defensive player?
1: You want me to tell you that the Bucs should have gave up two ones?
0: And I'm two asking teams? if they, if Bucs fans should be upset. And
1: I'm, and I, and again, I'm, I'm answering your question. You want me to tell you that, that the Bucs should have given up two ones and two twos and three players to get Russell Wilson when we've already mentioned the potential holes they could have, and you want to give away draft capital to get that quarterback, who's already been playing on a team that's under 500. Granted, I'm, it may be the only time he's ever been on a team that played under 500 in Seattle, but, and this is an argument, he's on the downside of his career. That's number one. And you want me to trade two ones and two twos? And I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to Bucks Nation and Bucks fans who may be upset that the Bucks didn't pull the trigger on this deal. You want to trade two ones, two twos, and give him all that money, and bring him to a team that he comes to with holes. Can't do it, dude. You have to have a better op- Find a better option, a cheaper option at quarterback. Make your team better around the quarterback that you're going to play. Hell, if you told me. And granted, I've been saying it for two weeks now. Ah, ah, I'll eat the crow (laughs) when Kyle Trask is the starting quarterback in September. But if he is, Trey, think about this. If he is, what are you going to want to do? You're going to want to make the team better around him, right? You can't do that with Russell Wilson if you're trading two ones and two twos. And you can tell me, well, he's a better quarterback. Yes, but I watched that better quarterback last year, <laughs> right? In Seattle, they didn't win squat with him. and I'm With a not, very I'm...
0: questionable offensive line and the Bucks' offensive line has exactly. a lot of questions right now.
1: Right? You're talking about bringing him to the Bucks, trading all that draft capital, and you have to get your center position squared away. The other guard positions. squared squared away mm-hmm. the other guard position squared away offensively as far as the offensive line is concerned right now right now you are only a little bit better than seattle's offensive line because of your bookends other than that the other three guys are gone they may become they may bring them back but they're not here yet so again you can't trade away all that draft capital to bring Russell Wilson to a team that has the questions that they have. If you plugged him into this team last year, great. He comes to a team that's offensive line is stout, five starters, boom. But that's not the case. And all you can do is get that guy who played in Seattle to play in Tampa Bay. You can't tell me, oh, you got better weapons here in Tampa Bay. <laughs> Lockett and Metcalf ain't no slouches, dude. They're not no slouches. And you talked about the running back. Well, if he if if, if it just so happens that Wilson came here, you talked about one of the possibilities of being who? With Rashad Sean Penny who yep. was where last year? Seattle. Seattle. So what are you doing, dude? You're going to trade away all that draft capital to bring that guy east to play in Tampa Bay with the same team, the well, same type of team that's in Seattle. You're killing yourself. You, put, you, you set yourself – I mean, Denver, okay, fine. They made that deal, and to me they gave away a whole lot to get them. But if they're in a better position to, to think they're ready to win now by plugging in that quarterback, great.
0: Okay. Where fine. do they rank where do they rank in that division now? With Kansas City with Mahomes, with Vegas hat with Vegas having Carr and then Herbert in in Los Angeles, like do you think that they are a playoff Maybe. team next year?
1: Maybe. Maybe. Number 2. Maybe. But don't tell me Vegas is not is is not that good of a team that they could be better than Denver next year. A team
0: I was right on this past year. You want to talk about the things I was wrong on? Predicted the Raiders to go to the playoffs. And you know at the what? End of the that's year. the
1: reason why that's the reason why I needle you as much as I do. Because <laughs> for the six years I've known you, you know what you do. You're Mr. I told you so. You are Mr. I told you so. Not (laughs) as bad as
0: some other people we know. Uh,
1: That that, 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 that doesn't make it right, Trey. (laughs) That doesn't make it right. Well, I'm going to go loot and grab his TV, but it's only a 53-inch TV, not the 60-inch TV that the other guy grabbed. Okay.
0: (laughs) I'm the lesser of multiple evils. All right, let's... Let's let's move on. Let's move well, on. Did to, I answer
1: your question? Did I answer yeah, your question yeah. You said maybe,
0: maybe, maybe, may, maybe second. Where where does he rank in terms of quarterback? No, you,
1: I mean it, in, regards, in regards to Wilson. Wilson not coming here.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you de- you definitely answered that. And the draft capital part of it is what is what would make me skeptical. The fact that it's two first round picks and you need, especially this two year, ones, you need that two
1: twos. They're yeah. Like,
0: yeah, you need the Bucks need whoever they pick in the first round and whoever they pick in the second round this year to be contributors, if not starters, next year because of the holes that they have on this football team. And yes, Wilson was probably the best case scenario in terms of a quarterback that the Bucs could end up with. I would rather have some of the other options and be able to fill other holes. I think the the ceiling for the team would be would be higher totally agree. totally now, agree. now let's move on to the carson wentz trade to the commanders to tackle this in 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 two directions as well first i'm going to ask you because justin posed it to me posed it to us on twitter and i said i would ask you the same exact question when you first saw the news did you let out that classic audible lynn martez cackling laugh
1: no no, I need an audience to laugh that loud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there it is. So, where do you think? Where do you think this puts Washington and the Commanders in terms of the NFC East? Is this an upgrade over what they had in Taylor Heineke? And now we have another team in the quarterback sweepstakes in the Indianapolis Colts. Where do you think they might be looking to fill that hole? Because you want to talk about a roster that is ready to win now with the right quarterback indianapolis fits that description
1: i'm gonna say this and i say this with with a hint of i may be right but i just might be crazy <laughs> and that is if the colts had jimmy garoppolo at quarterback last year they would have made the playoffs. Carson Wentz lost games for them last year. And I'm not here to tell you that Jimmy G is going to win games for you. But he's probably not going to lose them. I don't know that he necessarily lost the Niners game against the Rams in the NFC Championship. I don't necessarily know that he lost the Super Bowl that the Niners were in. You can talk about him not making plays. I get that. I understand that. But there were other plays involved in both of those losses, right? All of a sudden, the Chiefs were able to throw the ball on the Niners secondary. Tyreek Hill got loose. Not only that, but the running back, Williams, got loose a couple times in that Super Bowl. That ain't Jimmy's fault. Another free
0: agent running back,
1: by the way, out there, Damian Williams. Jimmy missed Brandon Ayuk. On a play. That could have sealed that game for them. I get that. I understand that. Even this year. Against the Rams. He didn't have the best game, dude. I mean, 10 completions, 12 completions. I understand that. But there were plays to be made besides him. Dropped, Dropped the deception. That Stafford threw up as a punt. That could have potentially sealed the game. Fourth quarter. Whatever. My point is. There have been games, or so there were games last year, that went clearly lost for the Colts.
0: Most notably, the game against Jacksonville at the end of the season that where ended, they just had game, to win.
1: That game, and yep. also he lost a game, I believe it was against the Titans,
0: yep. where he threw an
1: interception from his own end zone. That clip's a, been all over Twitter the past couple days. And he threw a pick in overtime, too. He's lost games. Yeah, And like I said, I might be crazy for saying this. I'll say it again. If the Colts had Jimmy G last year, they make the playoffs. So he's the guy, if I'm in Indianapolis, with the guys that are out there, because you don't need a guy that threw for 5,000 yards, by the way. Eat those W's. Three! You don't need that guy not only that, but you don't really have that type of offense, no right? You don't have you don't need that guy. You need the guy that's going to do what he did in San Francisco, turn around, give it to that running back, and let that running back run behind those beast offensive linemen that they have. And that defense is pretty stout, too, Indianapolis. yep. I mean, it, they, they
0: have some cap space that they can play with as well. I
1: mean, do so you think about the options? Those are the options. Someone might say, "Oh, Jimmy G's not the best quarterback out there." He might be the best quarterback for the
0: Colts for what they need. I mean, wh- who who is the best quarterback? Let, let let's transition into talking about where these moves leave the Bucks because I think that's an interesting thing with it. And I think I think the most the biggest impact that these moves, most notably the Wilson trade, has on the Bucks is I don't think there's any way that the Raiders move on from Carr anymore with the way that that, that division is, I think that they, that they stick with Derek Carr. They run it back with him. So that takes a quarterback off the board. Jimmy G is, is still clearly out there. And the name that I keep bringing up Gardner Minshew is still, is, is still out there as far as a possible trade. Matt Ryan, I don't think is a possibility anymore because of, What happened with the Falcons this week, which is what we'll close this show with, but I think that the two names kind of kind of out there right now because we disqualified Jameis because of Bruce's comments at the combine, so I think if it's if it's not Gabbert if it's not if it's not Trask, then it's either Jimmy G or it's Minshew and I want to and i'll ask you the question this this way. The ceiling for the Buccaneers in 2022 is the highest with which one of those four names under center? Jimmy G. You know where I go with that. I I think it's Minshew. Yeah.
1: Who who hasn't won anything. At least I give you a quarterback that's won playoff games, that made a Super Bowl run, that's won big regular season games. You give me a guy that, I mean, that –
0: I think the floor, I think
1: that wears jorts and, you know, is, is, uh, you know, internet sensation, people, people popular and all that kind of stuff, dude. Minshew mania. All right, cool, cool, catchy little nickname and everything. I need a guy that's going to play 17 games and it's going to be productive for 17 games, dude. I think the floor might be higher
0: with Garoppolo because we don't have a huge, huge sample size in terms of, in terms of Minshew, but I think the ceiling is higher with Minshew because I think we know what Jimmy G is. And I think that I still think that Minshew could become a close to close to top 10 starting quarterback in the NFL top 15. Certainly, I think he has that potential. So that's why I think the ceiling. That's why I think the ceiling is is higher with Minshew the ceiling. Did you you say top 10? I think I think that I'm not saying he is right now. I'm saying he has the potential to get there. Yes, I know you're looking at me like I have four heads right now, but
1: let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Does your current employer test for drugs? You don't have to answer. You don't have to answer. All I want you to do is is just remember if they do. You can be tested. And do you, you th- might be tested <laughs> if they hit his damn podcast. You, are you, are you high? In no, the I'm AFC not. West, I can tell you four quarterbacks who are better than him. That's almost five. That's almost half the list. He don't I'm... have top 10 potential in the NFL.
0: Do you think that it is, do you think that it's down to one of those four names? Or is there someone that you think is still a possibility?
1: Woo! It's scary, huh? To think that that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much it, dude. I mean, yeah. what what, you talk, what do you want? It, like, I mean, there there Trubisky? is supposed. You want to Trubisky?
0: Cl- no, no, yeah, no. I'm just saying, um, like
1: one of one of the free agents. I'd rather have
0: people know how I feel about Gabbert. I'd rather have Gabbert than Trubisky. Um, there is supposed some kind of clarity coming to the Deshaun Watson case maybe later this week tomorrow maybe that... no,
1: tomorrow be, he, he's going he's going in front of a grand jury there's no clarity there's no clarity coming the end of the week i'm just going based off of the reports that were again out he's yeah. going in front of a grand jury tomorrow
0: friday you're probably listening to this friday but yes
1: correct correct we're, we're doing this on thursday my apologies you're right you're right uh it is thursday He's going in front of a grand jury. He goes in front of a grand jury on Friday. Depending on when you hear this, he may have may have not gotten in front of a grand jury. But that's not clarity. That's clarity on whether or not he's going to be potentially tried for mm-hmm. the alleged crimes that he's done. That's That's that. That's off the field. <laughs> we don't know when he's going to be playing football, dude. And just because a decision is made by the grand jury, that still doesn't tell you when he's coming back or if he'll get suspended. Whether the grand jury says yay or nay, you know what you don't know? If they're going to suspend him. There's no clarity, dude. We still don't know it. That dude's that big cloud is hovering over the NFL like clouds in England every day
0: which by the way congrats to the newest mr and mrs downey uh wh- who are actually headed to england right now as we speak on their, Shout on, out their Austin. On, on their honeymoon so congratulations this to my,
1: them. my second most favorite Downey. fred's my number one
0: yeah i knew i knew i knew where you were going with that uh uh, wow, I thought Presley would be even higher. I don't no, know no. no, no. I'm talking about, man. I'm talking about men. No, no, okay, no, Danny, man. I thought you said. I thought you just no, said. No, no, down. no, no, no.
1: Presley's number one. Don't don't yeah. you don't mess with Uncle Lenny <laughs> and Presley, man. Don't, don't 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 get in between that dude.
0: Okay, so now I'm gonna close with this. Speaking of speaking of clouds and suspensions and situations, Shocker dropped earlier this week. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver of the Atlanta Falcons, suspended for the entire season for betting on games. And I'll say this, he, he wasn't smart about it. He used the app for like the month that it was open in Florida and easily got caught, wasn't smart about it, but I think it brings up a bigger conversation because look at what kind of suspensions you get for performance-enhancing drugs versus the NFL coming down this strong on on Ridley for this and how everybody looks at it like, oh my gosh, it's so horrible. How could he have done this? Yes, it was dumb because you know that it is not allowed. But I think that it's just hard for me to think that immediately he is gone for an entire year, whereas you get multiple strikes before you get that in terms of performance enhancing drugs,
1: you know what I'll take it I'll take it out of out of sports, and I'll talk to you in terms of everyday life. You have people who get years in prison, federal prison, white collar crimes, for insider information. You might think, like I got five years for that, but yet this person who did that crime, a physical crime on someone else got a year, yeah, it happens. Okay, that's how it is. We're talking about inside information that Calvin Ridley had, just like someone who has inside information about a company and goes and makes money off of it through a stock exchange or a business deal. Yet that person again ends up serving more time than someone who actually committed a physical crime against somebody else. Yes, because that crime, again, was way more, way more about, way more for others who do this. The judicial system says that man who committed, or that woman committed that crime with the inside information, gets to go to jail, goes to jail, and is convicted for that crime longer than someone who physically went up to trade down and slapped him in the face. Yeah. So do you know? think it's warranted? Most definitely, most definitely, because he's using inside information to place his bets. Do you think that the rules should be? See, so here's the thing. Think should, about this. Do you think that the? I, just, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay here's, okay. here's the reason why. Here's the reason why it's warranted. Because again. When that person commits that crime outside of, off the football field that commits that crime in the business world, he's not just affecting one other person, he's infecting dozens, hundreds, thousands of people for the crime that he or she committed with that insider information. That's why it's different, dude, because the magnitude of what your crime is. When you have insider information, you are affecting hundreds and thousands. You might think in terms of you're the only person making money off it. If you share that information, somebody else is making money off of it. But you're also penalizing people who don't have the inside information. So there's more victims to your crime. That's number one. The same situation on the football field. There are more victims. There are more victims in Calvin Ridley's crime than just one other person, than the person who walks up to you and slaps you in the face. As much as it affected you, you're the only person that it affects. But when you take insider information, dude, it affects hundreds to thousands of people.
0: Do you think that it's different though, versus betting on other games versus betting on your own team? Because to be completely honest, other than betting on your own team – I do not see an issue with. Oh, come on, dude. Cal- I don't. I I don't see an issue with Calvin Ridley betting on really? the betting on the Bills against the Jags. I don't. Okay. I don't understand what the issue would be.
1: Calvin Rid- really. So Calvin Ridley calls calls one of his buddies who who we played with on the Crimson Tide and says hey man what's going on in your locker room man is this guy healthy is that guy not healthy but these guys
0: have friends who f- have friends who don't play football that could do the same thing and that's not illegal. that's fine they don't play the
1: game trey they don't play
0: but how does but how but but how does that affect what he what he does on he's he, an
1: nfl football player he has access
0: he has so, do, so does every NFL football player's friends.
1: Yes, but they're not part of the NFL. And if, and if, and if a player, a player is asked by someone on the street, by one of their friends, it's up to him whether he says, yo, man, I ain't supposed to be talking about that kind of stuff. That's what they're supposed to do, or they talk about it. That's but as far as a player in the league, play in the league again. He's using his inside contacts to get information to place his bets.
0: But I don't think that there's any, there's, I I just don't see the, I just don't see the difference between that and uh, Trey, how many people can you call
1: in a locker room?
0: No, 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 but I'm saying I don't I, I'm not talking about me. I'm not saying the difference between Calvin Ridley and me. I'm talking about say a, a member of the okay. Alabama Crimson a member of the Alabama okay, Crimson fine. Tide who isn't an NFL player who
1: can call call up his college teammate and ask a question. Okay, let me tell you something, okay? There are approximately I'll, I'll, let's say there's 1600 to 1700 players in the NFL. I guarantee you there's probably not 16 to 1700 people who can who could pick up the phone and, and call somebody and get that type of inside information. They can't, they cannot, because the person on the other end. Okay. First off, there aren't that many people that probably know. Number one, number two is the person on the other end is not spitting out their guts, telling them the information,
0: but you think he's going to give it to a to one of his competitors in the league. What do you mean competitors? Is one of his,
1: I you mean, think Derek
0: can't you jersey you think, swap jersey swapping you, nfl players will definitely t- yes you think calvin ridley calls up derrick henry and is like yo man or Tua? he, he calls up he, he calls up to a
1: in miami and says he can that's but so difference.
0: can but so can any member of that
1: alabama team that did that doesn't play in the league no they cannot because why you, because derrick henry it's not necessarily gonna answer that dude's call. But he's, but he's going
0: definitely to... gonna answer Ridley? Yeah, Rose? yeah.
1: He's an all pro pro player who plays in the league. Dude, are you
0: kidding me? I like, think he's less likely to share the information with Ridley because he's a potential competitor.
1: Negative. These guys talk. Guys on teams, guys on teams definitely talk. They are, I... they are quote unquote homeboys. They're boys. Calvin Ridley's from Broward County, dude. Broward County's got a slew, slew of NFL players. One of them was probably getting ready to get cut by his, wife, his quarterback. I mean, his uh, football team, Amari Cooper. All those guys talk. All those guys
0: talk. The Black dude. Kirk Cousins. What a story.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all those guys talk. And you talk about well, hey, you know anybody that played with Derrick Henry can call him, no, dude, because he's not answering their calls. He ain't answering them. That's why I said to you, there are sixteen hundred players, seventeen hundred players in the NFL. You want to add, the, you know, the, the practice squad or whatever? I think, I think
0: you and I just have a different stance on. And it. And I'm telling you, do you think I'm, Pete Rose I'm, should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame, or do you think that what they what they've done ooh, to him is warranted? See, here's the thing about that. that's a we have to do another podcast about this i'm just trying to get your general stance on gambling because i don't see any if he didn't bet on if he didn't bet on the reds to lose man i do not see an issue like you can look at another game and think who's gonna win
1: like come on man i i i don't see the problem let me tell you something i can tell you pete rose should be in the hall of fame now but i'll tell you why he's not dude show a little contrition. Okay, I I agree with that because you
0: knew it was wrong
1: when you did it. As far as him not getting in at the time or or being banned from baseball by Faye Vincent or Bart Giamatti and then Faye Vincent, the incoming commissioner, you know, holding to that stance when it came to the late Bart Giamatti saying never will he be in the Hall of Fame. If he showed a little, you know, contrition post- Bart Giamatti's passing, and maybe even with Faye Vincent or Bud Selig, he'd probably be in the Hall of Fame. Do I think he should have been not let in when it first happened? Hell yeah, dude. He should have been let in when it first happened. You say it's not a big deal? Dude, we're not talking about 2020. We're talking about 1980, 40 years ago. You're not pulling. You're not
0: just pulling out your phone and yeah, and betting on an app. Yeah, betting
1: with bookies, man. Yeah. That taboo, man. Yeah. You can't tell me. You can't tell me. That's that was cool to do that back then. It's no, and it's the same.
0: It's the same. It's the it's the same thing as saying. It's the same thing as saying like you're you're on the freeway and the speed limit's seventy and Damn you're man. going ninety five and you get pulled over. You can't say, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Somebody else around me was going ninety five. Like you know the law and you know you're going to get in trouble for it. So that's that's why I'm prefacing this by saying that yes, what Ridley d- did was dumb because not only because of the way he did it, but because he knew it was against it was against the rules. So I don't have too much sympathy for him. I'm just saying in general, I think that I don't think that gambling especially in 2022 should be looked at as taboo as it once was
1: okay as as an average person that's fine but you can't be an nfl player and bet on nfl games i don't know i don't know how many times i gotta tell this to you dude calvin ridley picks up the phone and calls one of his teammates inside any of those locker rooms and they are answering the phone they're gonna talk to him so let let me ask you. even if he calls him on tuesday they're returning his phone call where does where does
0: where does that end, though? What if he calls an NBA player from Alabama, Colin Sexton? Like, should they not be able to bet on sports and general? Oh no, I didn't say that. No, 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 no! I didn't say that. Okay, oh. that, that's why I asked the question no, because
1: he can call about, up, the he can NFL. call up his boy that played no, basketball the at the same time no, as him no, too, no, dude. I'm talking about the NFL. No, the NFL. He he's a member of the National Football League. He should not be betting on games. come on dude he wants to bet on the NHL he wants to bet on NASCAR let him let him bet on your sport okay I'm
0: just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure out where the line is because he could probably get the same
1: he should not be betting on football games
0: he he could probably get the same kind of information on on uh on NBA basketball games in their locker. That's in. fine,
1: but that's and, and, and that's fine. That's okay. He's no different than, as you mentioned, the guy that thinks he knows Derek Henry good enough to call Derek Henry. If he knows Sexton and their boys, and Sexton says, "Hey man, um uh, yeah man, Evan Mobley, yeah he sprained his ankle the other day. Um, he might play tonight, but he ain't at a hundred. Okay, fine. He can bet on that." That's on him. By the way, even if he does, he ain't guaranteed to win because he had that inside information and still lost fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bet his I tweets were. If you had inside were. information, dude, he should have got. He should have look. He should have got caught, and the, and the text or or the tweet should have been. Yeah, I got caught but I got, I won, I got me, I got six figures out of it. He tweets out, he I lost. Bet you,
0: I bet you, I bet 1,500 I don't have a gambling problem. Come on, man.
1: His tweets should have been, yeah, yeah. I bet those games, I'm suspended for a year, but I made 200 Gs. It's really? just such a. He should he should have popped out with a flame of Floyd Mayweather money. Well, a video, dude.
0: It's such a weird thing too, because gambling is viewed so differently in Absolutely. so many different sports. Like you mentioned, Floyd Mayweather, he famously bets huge sums of money on every one of his fights. So it's just it's just weird how it's looked at differently in other sports. And
1: wait, I wait, wish are we that... talk his fights or his exhibitions,
0: both. He's betting. He's betting on. He's betting on all of them. And honestly, like that's that's more taboo, especially when you, especially in boxing, when you can bet on fights to go the distance. So but if you're bet, Floyd Mayweather and you know about? you're better than a dude, what and you about? know that you can basically drag this out and make it go the full twelve rounds, no,
1: no, no, you can no make no. a ton of money. What is he doing? He's betting the win, though. <laughs> he's at least. Yeah, betting I know. To win. But he
0: could also. But he could also bet on the fight going the distance and he can have a huge effect on that so yeah that's what you say i I mean it's true i mean look at what he he stretched that conor mcgregor fight that's for sure exhibition
1: i I that was not an exhibition
0: that was an actual that was an actual that's what got him him to 50 and 0. it was that's what got him to 50 and 0. They the nevada athletic commission sanctioned it
1: oh please
0: nevada athletic commission they did but uh that's enough betting talk for for this week's show NFL free agency starts next week and you can bet on that if you find the if you find the right book you can bet on where some of these uh, some of these guys are going to end up and we'll certainly have a ton to talk about when we get there we'll know where the bucks are at in terms of some of their own free agents and where they're looking at in terms of the open market until then he is Lynn Martez you can follow him on Twitter at Elmar 810 I am Trey Downey. You can follow me on Twitter at TD Experience. Bucks Nation, check them out on Twitter at bucks_nation. underscore Nation. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, click that subscribe button. Helps us out a lot. And check out BucksNation.com on a daily basis for all of the late breaking news on free agency. The guys there are getting you ready with some free agent profiles. They're looking ahead to the draft as well. Tons of great stuff there. Until next week, this has been Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast.